0: All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Common Man Betts podcast. My name is Zach, um, aka Bender Betts, and we've got with us today the original Common Man, John Reed. Um, And then we got Lance Lots, aka Evan, with us. Um, So, first of all, we haven't been here in a while. I feel like there's a common theme. I feel like I always say that there's a common theme. I think we got to go back down to like every other week or something.
1: I think every other week. It yeah. is good. Um we we uh have some very busy busy lives of living to work, working to live. Or as Evan says, uh what is it, paying the nightmare?
2: It's uh living. <laughs> my my saying is living the nightmare, paying
1: for the dream. It's, it's basic our basically our lives on a day in, day out basis. Outpatient, man. Yeah. Hashtag.
0: Um all right. Well so A lot of stuff has happened. Number one, most importantly, World Baseball Classic is going on. I don't know. Basketball doesn't even care. I don't even care about basketball. All I know is the World Baseball Classic is in. And there's some crazy stuff going on with um, very feel-good stories, awesome uh, China losing by 20 in five innings, Um, crazy stuff going on. Um, But also USA – we are not the best, but we're better than Canada and Great Britain and that's all that matters.
1: I saw I saw that we got dummied by Mexico the other day. yeah we got smacked. Somebody um, said got smacked.
2: somebody said Great Britain had iron on uniforms. Yeah they yeah. are not good they're bad I was just I, I was appalled by that statement.
0: there was a meme after the. US beat Great Britain by a bunch and it was George Washington on his horse. Saying people forget, Great Britain lost to a um, lost to a expansion team in 1776. Oh, Oh. (laughs) so people forget, man. Wow, that was it was dark. Um, But yeah, I think the big highlight was China losing 22 to two, getting 20 run ruled in the fifth inning.
1: I saw the picture for Nick Nicaragua. um The 21 year old gets signed to the Tigers after striking out. Who was it? Juan Soto, uh, Manny Manny Machado, Machado, and then Rafael Devers. And Rafael Devers, yeah,
0: he had some nasty stuff. Yeah, that's what that's I was that bad. was the feel good story I was talking about. But that's I just wanted to bring up the baseball baseball classic um, right now. Cool Play is just starting to finish up. You've got Italy and the and Cuba moving on from Group A. Um, Japan and Australia from Group B, and right now there's a pretty big fight between Group C and Group D, so I can't predict anything
1: about that. Um. So, so what I've seen, the only thing I've seen is that Japan's hot. Japan is really good. So, uh, one of the cool things, uh that you mentioned, there's some feel-good stories that uh, Otani hit a home run, and people the fan caught the ball and they passed around the ball around the stadium and people took pictures of it, of his home run ball in the stadium. And then the ball was returned to the guy who caught his home run.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Lots respect. Lots yeah, That respect?
1: That, is, that is the, I guess you would say the common man like theme right there is like respect. It's all yeah. about the respect.
2: I feel like Asian culture has a lot of respect involved with it. Mm -hmm. interesting it was very interesting
0: i would agree with that all right you know well let's get back to what we're actually all here for
1: march Madness. what is that john reed vegas march madness (laughs) beautiful so we we hinted at it before but the og common man myself will be boots on the ground in vegas sammy blue blood will also be boots down on the ground in vegas and blackout craig will will kind of sneak his way into oh. Vegas, uh uh dragging his little his, his leg behind. But um hopefully we're gonna fill out some live brackets here and get some fire picks out there. All right. Well,
0: without further ado, where do we do we want to start with the South last because our our lovely West Virginia is uh is there. Let's start in the Midwest. Midwest? All right. Midwest, we've got Houston, the number one seed, Texas, the number two. And what – um and just kind of a – I mean, a solid bracket. What are some highlights do you guys think of, of the Midwest?
2: One that jumps out to me right away, Kent State-Indiana might be an interesting game. Kent State – Kent State's been a decent – decent – uh team all year i think indiana might be might be a little uh i don't know a little sloppy after getting bounced by penn state i think you could see kent state maybe winning that game and miami getting to a sweet 16 which would be different
1: uh, i don't so what kind of kind of going off what uh, lance said was kent state sizes size wise matches up with indiana across the board yeah and they're they're a high scoring team. They put up a lot of points. You know, Big Ten's built around defense, you know, defensive basketball. But it's it's gonna be an interesting game. Um, I think Penn State got a terrible draw, uh, playing yeah. a playing a hot Texas A and M team. Um, granted, you know, Texas A and M, there's a lot of speculation out there they should have been higher. You know, I think Xavier is a team that's too high. Um, but yep. I mean they got they got put in a lucky situation. I mean they're going to play Kennesaw State, not a very good team. Then you're going to play a winner of Iowa State, Mississippi State, or Pitt. You know, one of those. You know, Iowa State has their ups and downs. Same thing with the other two. So I think they they're kind of a lock. You know, if you're looking at it from you know going to the Sweet If not, it's a bum. It's a it's a bum year. Um, I
2: I think you're spot on. Penn State got put in the coffin corner there, and um A&M, one right. of the hotter teams in the country, I would say uh 15 and 3 in their last 18 and their bpi ranking was like 15 or something like that and uh texas obviously has been up and down but found their groove and you know won a big 12 championship which everyone's been saying is the best conference i think that's that's a really tough draw for Penn State but also flip side if you're AM running you know getting a seven seed and then running into Penn State in the first round is probably not what they were looking for after that's that a, finish. But That's a
0: great – I mean, that'll be a good game, I think.
2: I think it'll be good. Penn State, they don't get – they they will they will not get blown out. Pickett, Pickett will control the game enough. I saw Texas A&M's got like a a big-time defender, 6'5", guy who's pretty athletic, which he'll be on Pickett. So that'll be interesting, you know, if they shut him down, see what Penn State can do. Because they have other guys can score. But, um, yeah, just unfortunate for all three of those teams, I think.
1: Yeah, so, and it's it's one of those things, too, with Texas a and the committee, committee basically used them as an example this year and said, you know, if you don't schedule your non conference well, this is what's going to happen. doesn't matter if you go um, second place in the SEC. If you win, you know, they've won, what, 15 out of the last 18 games. It doesn't matter. I mean, look, and it also – for whatever reason, you know, the conference play this year for the NCAA doesn't really matter. I mean, if you look at WVU, you know, we started out, what, 10 and 2 going to conference play with a loss to Purdue and a loss to uh, Xavier, both on Purdue on a neutral side, Xavier on the road where they were losing, all, uh, you know, winning most of the game. W comes out and goes 7 and 11 in Big 12 play. I, I believe that's the correct statistic. Um, and everyone's mad. They're like, how does a 7 and 11 in conference W team make it to a nine seed? But um, the same record for Oklahoma State, but a better conference doesn't. Well, it falls back to non-conference. Oklahoma State lost to UCF at home, and then lost to another uh, piss poor team, you know, home. And you know, if you're going to schedule all these bad non-conference games, you better win them. Same mm-hmm. thing with Texas A&M; they won all their non-conference games, but they didn't play anybody. So, but I think Penn State—they shoot the ball well. They you know, three point high flying team. They make make all their threes. You know, not all of them, but they're hitting. I mean, no hey, big that.
2: clutch. I mean, if you've yeah. been watching them, they're they're one of the clutchest teams right now in college basketball. When they're at the end of the game, they have closed. Now they struggled against Purdue, closing that game, but they were down by you know fifteen points at one point or so. And I mean, I would not want to play them right now.
1: No. At the end of the day, I think Houston's going to the Final Four. I think Houston is built across the board.
2: Let's, uh, it's,
1: it's either Houston or Texas. That's Those are my two picks in the Elite Eight.
2: Do you want to go through each game, or do you want to do like a Sweet 16, or what do you want to do?
1: Whatever, whatever your all's heart desires.
0: Let's, do, let's just kind of do the highlights, just because right. we, we want to get to all of them. Um, I do have one question. So we got the 11 seed playing game on here, Mississippi State Pittsburgh. Yep. Uh, I know every year one of those teams goes to the final 4. Will we see one of these teams go or not to the final 4? Sweet 16. Will one of these teams go to the Sweet 16?
2: Pitt I think has a decent chance there. I mean, I feel like I feel like Xavier's weak. I hate the Big East. I refuse yeah. to pick any Big East teams. Which will probably bite me in the ass, but yeah, I do. I don't. I don't like Iowa State away from home. Pitt gets their feet wet. Wins tonight or Mississippi State, but I think I like Pitt there. Pitt gets their feet wet. Um, if they play well tonight, if they win a close swing, get some confidence. I I could see them winning two games there.
1: I mean, I don't for know. sure, for sure. If if there's a, if a playing team is going to win some ball games. Um, it's going to be this Mississippi State, Pitt, whoever comes out of this team. I think so. Um, because I just don't think the Arizona – I th- I don't like the playing games. All, I think all of them are, are watered down. You know, being a – you know, might be some W bias, but um, I don't think Pitt's a good basketball team. Played in a week at, uh, ACC. I think Mississippi State um, – I don't think Mississippi State's that good either. I don't think Nevada or Arizona State are good. And then obviously the others are the 16 seeds. So, but if, you know, if a team's going to beat a uh, already fielded team, it's going to be this Iowa State team that's just going to get caught lacking because over the past, you know, two weeks, you know, Iowa State has beaten Baylor twice, riding high on their last two games, uh, beat them at Baylor, and then came around back to the, Big 12 tournament, beat them again, you know, single-handedly, yeah. you, you know, they're going to be riding high off these last two games and we'll see if they want to show up and play back. Yeah, basketball. that's a
2: good point. Recency bias. Iowa State probably looks like the favorite there. I just – I don't know. This year they've scared me at times when they're on the road. I don't know. So but let's go so let's – let's hear,
1: let's hear everyone's Final Four team about this bracket. Yeah,
0: well, I was going to say let's do Elite Eight and two going to win to the Final Four.
1: So let's okay. I, I got I got Houston. I got Houston, Texas. It's going to be one of those two, but you know, my heart wants to go to Texas, but I think it's going to be Houston because they want to get they want to get to Houston very bad and have that home field advantage, so I'm going to Houston.
2: Yeah, I got Houston, Miami, Iowa State, Texas. Um would love to put Penn State in there, but I just think Texas will be too much. And you know, they very well could lose to a and I think Houston uh is going to You know, it's going to be a mucked up game when they play Texas. It'll be in the fifties, sixties, probably. And I think Houston. This is a team of destiny. Houston is the Final Four, so
1: I'm riding with Houston as well.
0: That's boring because I was going to say the same thing.
1: (laughs) Well, it's one of it's. It's just one. Houston's very good. Houston. Yeah, I mean they're scrappy as shit. If they would have beat Memphis in that title game, they would have been the number one overall seed. A lot of people were mad that they still didn't get it, you know. But yep. that's Alabama.
0: Yeah, I think I mean I think it's it's Houston and Texas and Houston beating Texas in a in a barn burner. Um, all right. Which one should we go down to the West?
1: Let's go to the West. Go to the West. west.
0: Now meet the players from the West. Um, <laughs> so anything that stands out from this one.
1: Uh, if you're a Gonzaga, you're loving it. You're loving it. I was style. gonna say, yeah, Zaga is so under the radar here. I'm a big fan. I mean, I mean, that's just what it is. I think uh, Texas exposed Kansas on the big twelve championship game. um, if you have a big man, uh, you know kJ Adams is a is a dog for Kansas, but you know when you if you look at if you look at the size of Texas, they are outlinked most of their opponents. They, they're they long. They play hard. They play under the rim. They can shoot the ball. Um, and this Kansas team is a very good Kansas team, but it's not the Kansas team like last year. So I think they're going to struggle. Uh, I like Illinois over Arkansas, and I think they're going to struggle. But one of my favorite matchups of this whole tournament is Iona versus UConn. Mr. Rick Pitino back. And the round of sixty four against the UConn team, everyone's like, "Oh, I think they're going to go to the national championship. I don't even think they're going to make it out of round one." But that's just might be one of my upsets of of the uh, of the tournament.
0: I, I like that. I do understand that. So, what what do you think about a Gonzaga Saint Mary's elite eight?
2: That is, I was looking at that. Um... And I'm going to counter with my pick that will be completely wrong. Okay. But, um, I don't like St. Mary's. I, I don't think they're very good. Um, I don't think when the bright lights are on here, they're going to perform in the tournament. I think they might panic. And I really love VCU. Um, I th- I, I'm am taking VCU to the, the uh, to the Elite Eight. Ooh. you think they're gonna they're gonna upset their way through? I think VCU. Uh, ends up playing Kansas in the Elite Eight right there. I got VCU beating UConn.
0: Wait, in um, the Sweet 16, you mean? Because they'll meet in the Sweet
2: 16. Oh, yeah, Sweet 16. I like VCU in the Sweet 16. Yeah. Um, so I got Kansas VCU there, top top side of the bracket in the Sweet 16. But very interesting there with Iona. Um, it's a good point, John, about UConn. People been really high on them. could see them flopping easy. Um and then, yeah, very interesting, Gonzaga and St. Mary's in the same bracket, potential storyline there. Um, be, be, but their fourth, be their fourth meeting overall this, this I year. Think, I think UCLA is going to dominate this bracket, and I think they make the Final Four.
1: Oh, I like that. I like that. Yep. Um, this is also from last year. Kansas was this number one seed in this West Bracket last year when they won the national championship. Came yeah. The, you got to think too, Can,
2: the chances of Kansas repeating. um I don't know. I just don't, I Just it's, it's rare. And, and no, no also, Bill Self
1: more than likely. Yeah. That's well, true. I too. thought he said they were, he was back. Is he
0: back? I thought they said he was back.
1: He may be back. Um, what did he get sick with? I think he had a heart attack. So
2: oh what they're, saying,
1: they're, saying, they're saying that he had a heart attack um or might have had some clogged arteries that um they had to stint. Um nothing. I don't think it's I think they just yeah. did heart I think they did heart casts. Two stents
0: well, put in to treat block several blocked arteries.
1: Yeah. Well, I just want to make the comment. I've been saying it all year. He does not look healthy, that something was going on medically. He looked red, he looked puffy, he just did not look well. And then I think it was just uh, the dam broke and then, you know, had to get treated. But I doubt he comes back this week. I mean, he was just uh, diagnosed a week ago, sent to the hospital um, when w- when they played W U last Wednesday. Um, so I'd be very surprised if he came back for Thursday's game. So, but so I mean, I think there'll be good hands, hands overall still.
0: It says in here, this is ESPN March 12th. He is expected to rejoin the team this week in advance of the NCAA tournament.
1: Okay, well, we'll see. All right. Well, um, but I'm going to double down with uh, land slots here. Um, Gonzaga or UCLA, whichever team wins that matchup in the Sweet 16, that's going to be your Final Four team. That's you're going to be your battle tested um, Northwestern or Boise State. You know, still either one of those teams are going to be a dog fight. UCLA uh, is kind of hurt with one of, their, one of their good players out with an Achilles injury. But I think they overcome, you know, all that. And I think UCLA has a pretty good shot going to the Final Four. I'm going to lock it in with UCLA as well.
0: And I think I'm going to go um, – I'm going to go Gonzaga, Kansas, and the Elite Eight. Gonzaga going yep. to the Final Four. Bright lights aren't on them for the first time in a while.
2: Exactly. Like
0: they're going to kick butt.
2: Yeah, is he, not a lot of expectations for Gonzaga. Pretty quiet around that program. That's uh, that's
0: usually when they take off.
2: And they got some experience there. You know, Timmy's a very experienced player. He, I feel like he, you know, this might be his time to kind of rise and control these games. And um,
0: but hey, I man, Tim- your body doesn't recover at forty the way it used to. So who knows if he's true. going to be able to recover?
1: Isn't he? What is he like it, it, years in or something like that? No, he's only four years in, um, but here's the best part about it. He does actually have one more year of eligibility thanks to COVID, but apparently oh on his podcast that he has, when I was I was watching watching Gonzaga beat the hell out of St. Mary's, um, he said they were talking about that he is not returning next year. He is done after this, and we'll try to go play pro basketball. Good. But let's go to the East. What do we got in the East? Probably one of my favorite brackets or my favorite regions,
0: dude. This is gonna be just a complete shit shit. Well,
1: crap it's, shit. Like, it's I I this is, this I, lo- done, I like love it. this. It's it's gonna get ugly, and there's n- this bracket is I feel like is or this region is gonna be the one to fall apart. Um, I love FAU and Memphis. FAU's played good all season. Um, they've only lost like three games on the year. Memphis is a tough team. You know, just beat Houston. Purdue's a powerhouse. Or Roberts has Max Abrams, who can light up the floor and drops like 28 per game, going, going against a strong Duke team that's finding their stride. You can never count Kentucky yeah. out. And Kansas State is a sleeper. But here's my favorite matchup, Marquette and Vermont. That <laughs> is the coffin corner of all games, every two seasons. Seed- that I can remember always loses. That's the same spot that St. Peter or St. Peter's came out of last year when they upset Kentucky, put Marquette on the bubble watch right now to get bounce in round one. But th-
0: so this is the thing. Here's the thing. This is why this bracket is so nuts. So you got Michigan State here, right? Correct. Michigan Blue State. Blue blood. Blue blood. I mean, they could go, they could go to the final four, or they could lose first round to USC. You, like, Correct. The- or you got, I mean, any of this is the blue blood bracket. This is literally the blue blood bracket.
1: I mean, you, you have Purdue, you have Duke, you have Tennessee, you have Kentucky, and you have Michigan State.
0: And Mark, I mean, Marquette is a perennial, like not to the like the powerhouse level, but like they're a perennial I mean, program that is always uh, in the tournament of
1: of the Big East. You know, they were a powerhouse in the Big East for a long time. You know, some great players came out of there. Dwayne Wade, J- Jimmy Butler have led, led some deep teams into the NCAA. So, you know, Shocker Smart has the boys rolling. He does coming off a bit a Big East championship. I mean, they're hot, but it's the coffin corner. You have you have a potential Duke
2: and Kentucky you uh, Elite Eight in Madison Square Garden, in the garden. Or you That's have they Duke, wrote
0: it up. That's how they wrote it up.
2: You have a potential Duke Michigan State. You have a potential Purdue Michigan State, a potential Purdue, Kentucky matchup in the garden. You have a potential Tennessee and Kentucky matchup in the garden. I mean, this is this is what this is what it's all about, this bracket right here.
1: This is March. This yeah. is a March bract- bracket bracket.
2: What'll happen is it'll be like USC and uh Memphis or something really weird, and everyone's gonna be confused. But there's a lot of potential there.
0: It's just, yeah, it's a potential to just get nuts. So, with that – I mean, with that being said, what are the picks?
1: Here's – if Memphis makes it out of the first round playing Purdue, don't be shocked if Memphis bursts Purdue's bubble. Big Ten does not play well when it comes to March Madness. What they get last year? Like, 12 teams, only one made it out or two made it out Yeah, they don't play well on the road. They don't. So, that's why, like, I'm not too high on a lot of Big Ten – Big Ten teams this year. I mean, if you look at it, not a whole lot of Big Ten teams, you know, that we talked about. Indiana could get upset, you know, against Kent State. Um, Arkansas, Illinois is going to be a tough matchup. Northwestern has a tough matchup. Michigan State is a team that can go to the Final Four or lose first round. You know, I don't think Purdue can go very far. You know, if Zach Gede gets in foul trouble, then they're nobody.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: But I think – I think my final four team it's going to be Kansas State versus Duke and the Elite Eight and Duke's going to go to the Final Four. They're playing some very hot basketball. They are. This is,
2: this is shaping up to be a complete disaster.
1: It is. I mean, it's it's, it's chaos because right. Roberts might beat him first that could,
2: round. That could be it. Yeah. I uh. So this is not good because right now that is three Final Four teams for me and John Latt that are identical. I got Purdue playing Duke in the Sweet 16. I got Duke winning that game. Um, bottom half here, I got Kansas State beating Kentucky, and I got Michigan State upsetting Marquette. Kansas State, Michigan State at the Garden, I like Michigan State there. Duke, Michigan State, I I really want to take Michigan State there, but uh, like John said, I don't see a hotter team in college basketball than Duke right now. They got talent I think you know I think they could run Purdue out of the gym they're athletic enough I don't I think Purdue's guards suck I think Purdue got away with um, a lot this year relying on Edie I like Duke's uh like I said their size I think Duke's a final four team here in this bracket um but you know Kansas State uh, is one of those teams that I really don't really don't like or trust but you know I think I mean, if they can get past Montana State, I think Montana State will give them a better game than Kentucky will, based on their consistency this year. They've been terrible at times, but they also have a former Naismith Player of the Year. So, I mean, this bracket's gonna be a lot of fun. But I got Duke as well.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things. Duke's Duke's big, and Zach Giddy going back and forth. It's right. It's it's one of those things that you, you know, you grew up watching. Shaquille O'Neal's versus. Um, uh, the Tim Duncan's or the Tim Duncan's versus Kevin Garnett, you know these big boy matchups that, you know the balls fed through them, you know that's that's their offense is these seven footers, and you know who's seven footers going to be you know the best on that day. Um, I'm not sold on Kentucky. Oscar is not the same player that he was last year. Uh, I guess the nil money uh, cash in his bank account is kind of really taking the year off. But you know, like I said, I think it's going to be Duke.
0: So hear me out. Let's hear it. I and again, I haven't been really watching that much college basketball, but from the basketball that I have watched and like stuff that I have looked out or looked at, I think Elite Eight, again, hear me out. Elite Eight, Michigan State, Tennessee. I think I mean, so and here's why Tennessee has the firepower to be able to take out the um, to the take out the big dogs like they've played with the big dogs. They've taken them out again. They've also lost to the less big dogs throughout the season. But I think at some point you need the firepower, right? You need to be able to prove that you can take out the number one, number two, number three team in the in the country. I'm just going to bank on the fact that them getting bounced by Mizzou and the SEC was kind of a wake-up call because I always feel like in these conference championships, whoever wins is never the team that goes deep into into the tournament unless it's like a special team. Whereas a lot of like Purdue, I'm not super – I don't think that they can put it together for, what is it, six games? Five games? Three – I don't know. I can't –
1: I think it's five roughly.
0: Five. I just don't think they can put it together. So I think they're gonna have like you guys have been saying, I think they're gonna have issues in the second round, and I think they're just gonna it's gonna kind of fold into the into the next round. So I'm going Tennessee, Michigan State with Tennessee going to the final four.
1: It's a spicy one. Rick Barnes
2: he's never made a sweet sixteen. I think Is it changed it? this year. Oh wait Go for it. No, he has. Who am I thinking yeah. of? Never made a sweet – oh, uh, shit. I can't think of who it is. Never made it. A... Rick Barnes has definitely made a sweet 16. I can't yeah, remember. I, I think is. I know who you're talking about. Uh, oh, uh, Fran McCaffrey from Iowa. Yep. Never made a sweet oh, 16. Yeah. That's a team to keep an eye on. They score a lot of points. I mean, if they come out and just run up and down on Houston, it's interesting. All, All right.
0: right. Last but not least. The South bracket.
1: All right, we got about we got about five minutes left. I'm gonna just word jumble everything that I can about this bracket. Um, my Cinderella team of this year, which means they're gonna lose, but um, I'm I think they're gonna go to the Sweet 16. I'm banking on it. I have it a lot in my brackets. Is tra- uh College of Charleston? I don't think San Diego State's very good. I think they're ranked too high. Um, they don't play anybody. Um. College of Charleston, tough team all year. I think they're going to just ride it. Um, they're they're a pissed-off team. They played pissed-off. You know, Joe Lenardi's doubted them all year, um, saying that if they didn't win the conference tournament, they're not getting in. I think they're a good team. I think they're going to do an upset. I think is on upset alert for Furman. For whatever reason, Virginia just cannot score this year. I mean, most Virginia teams can't score, but they don't have a guy like Kyle Guy that could take over a ball game. Um, they just don't have it. Um, I think Alabama makes it to the uh, Elite Eight, and if you're Baylor, Arizona, you could be happier with this draw. NC State, I think they're a good team. I think Carrington's a good team. I just don't, neither of them, you know, match up with Baylor or Arizona State if they make it that far, or match up with Arizona. And then I think um, Baylor sneaks their way into the Elite Eight, but loses to Alabama in the Final Four. I'm with Alabama, but also every year that i do my first ever bracket i have to choose the team that's playing against wvu so i choose maryland as beating wvu for the greater good you know i what i do always or no, doesn't always show up in the stat sheet so <laughs> i got to go with maryland and hope wvu actually advances
2: oh um, i <laughs> i respect the play um but obviously i got alabama I do have WVU winning that game. Um, I think that's a terrible matchup. I don't think anyone on WVU can cover Miller or get. They can't get up and down with those guys. Um, with Alabama but, or with Maryland? Alabama, Alabama. I don't. I think they beat Maryland. I got them beating Maryland, but no, I don't think they can get up and down with Alabama. But yeah,
0: Alabama is so athletic,
2: and that's this is what I don't like. I mean, right here with this San Diego State, Charleston, Virginia, and Furman. Um, I'm going to go chalk there because I just think Alabama is going to win that next game. Chances are the the lower seed will win, so I'm going chalk, but I don't like San Diego State. I don't like Virginia, but I'm going to take San Diego State to the Sweet 16, and it's just a terrible decision, but uh, I'm with Creighton and Baylor. I think Creighton's starting five is is good, but they've just struggled um, at times this year in stupid situations, but uh Baylor's got really good guard play with Cryer um and I think I think they've they play better uh towards the end of the year and I don't think Creighton's going to pose much of an issue for them scoring so I think Baylor will will run it up and Arizona as much as I don't like Kirk Carisa and their team I think they're a team that you know there'll be all gas no breaks here I don't think they're nervous I don't think they're uh you know, they haven't been talked about a ton. They obviously with the two seed, they got some respect, but um I have Arizona and Bama a pretty chalk bracket for me here. Um Arizona, Bama, I got Alabama winning that game. Uh but I do I I, I do like Arizona. Um, but yeah, I got Alabama, Duke, Houston, UCLA Final Four.
1: Depends what you got. I mean, I think
0: I think I really want to go with West Virginia to beat Alabama, but I, I just can't. I don't think I can. I literally hey, people, can't.
1: people forget Oklahoma beat uh, Alabama by twenty earlier this year in yep. Norman. So. That's true. I I mean
0: I don't know. I really want to, but so this is I'm going to take it the opposite way that you are, John Reed. If I don't pick it, then it's going to happen. but i mean we've seen it all the time i mean wisconsin has always for like since i left has always been that eight nine seed and has always upset the number um the number one so again i think i'm gonna have to mull on this one but i think right now what i'm thinking i'm going um bama baylor in the elite eight with bama moving on to the final four
1: all right, national championship winners before the time runs out. I got Houston. Houston. I got, I got Houston versus Duke. And I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a Houston team. Uh, Houston wins it in Houston.
2: I got Houston, Bama, Houston winning this game. Um 74, 68.
1: Benz.
0: You guys are killing me. I think <laughs> I think I'm going I'm going Tennessee and Houston. Houston winning it all.
1: I think Houston's just a hot team.
0: I think Houston, I think they're the team to lose it.
1: I
2: mean, this is a complete disaster. John and I have the same Final Four. We all three picked Houston. This is this is going to be, this bracket's going to be busted within the first 30 minutes. So,
0: I'm changing my mind after looking at the bracket here. Final Four, I'm going Alabama, Tennessee, Houston, Gonzaga. I forgot that I picked Gonzaga earlier, so I'm doing that. Tennessee and Gonzaga in the championship with Gonzaga winning. I mean, I think I'm I'm believing in the non spotlight.
1: You're, you're you're thinking the Volunteers are going to make it.
0: I'm thinking there's a chance.
1: There's a chance they play very good defense. They only their opponent only averages fifty eight a game, while they average seventy one so they're outscoring their opponent by over almost 13 points a game. Um so
0: again, they could also lose first round though. That's see that's, that's the bummer
1: part about. But, it. but also with Tennessee, they're 23 and 10. They are second in BPI rankings too. So that's a good pick. We, I via computers ranking. Yeah, I think and, and number 1 is the only other team is Houston.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've, I'm feeling pretty good about the pick. I'm feeling decent. Decent. But still nervous about it.
1: You'd love to see it. you just absolutely love to see it. Um, we are doing a bracket challenge, the Common Man podcast. Uh, if you've listened all the way up to this point, you've probably already shot it off because I've just been rambling out my ass. But uh, if you want in – DM me on Twitter, um, email the, the podcast. I think we have an email, at, unless uh, Ben's forgot it. Uh, I know he forgot the password at one point, but let us know, $10 buy-in. Uh, going to have like 25 teams. Going to be pot over 250 Win Winner take all, one bracket. It's going to be lit.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think – Lance, you got any parting words of wisdom as we start uh, the glorious um, month of March?
2: I'll be attending March Madness this weekend. Give us um, a pick, give us a lock, give us a,
1: a national champion lock.
2: <laughs> I'll be attending the March Madness event in Tulsa, Oklahoma this weekend. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. College wrestling national championships, individual and team. Um. My team, NC State Wolfpack, they're sending nine. Uh, they got nine tough guys heading in there. Um, their star is is Trent Hidley, 184. Um, the three or the two seed this year. So, you know, I'm thinking this is the year for him. He's uh he's been runner up. And uh I think this
1: is the year and we're gonna be there to pop champagne, and celebrate. Uh, health-wise, is he sick going into it? Last couple of years, he's been sick leading into it. What's his health like?
2: Last year, dealt with a, a tough illness and still ended up getting uh, – I think he got fourth or fifth. I think he got fifth. Anyway, this year, really healthy. Weight's good. I would not want to wrestle him
1: right now. He is a bad, a bad, bad man. Seems like he's wrestling with a chip on his shoulder this year. Always uh what do you have any prediction for the ed scott headlock is are we going to see an appearance
2: ed scott he is in a gauntlet of a bracket um ed is electric 157 shout out ed from uh dubois pa district six guy's electric but he's in a tough bracket pulling for ed um Rumor has it Ed got his uh, chew taken at the
1: airport on the way, so I don't know if that'll affect his performance or not. But we'll see. Yeah. Uh, la- last thing I have to say about uh, March Madness: What about the uh, the young gun with the tongue hanging out, Kai? Well, you know, oh. it se- seems like he's a bad man. Seems like he's you know he's a little firecracker. At what Ky- one, one? At one thirty three, I think. Yeah, Arini, one
2: thirty three. Guy's an absolute savage. Um, he's he's pretty big. Uh, we'll see how he does with his weight because this is a um, three-day weigh-in. Or Yeah, yeah three-day weigh-in, uh, which is tough for those guys because they normally don't do that. They don't weigh in three days in a row. Um, if anything, it's twice in a weekend. So we'll see how he does with his weight. Oh, but that guy's electric. Uh, if you saw him pin Mickey Phillippe, ACC finals, it was absolutely electric. So, yeah, I fired up for him too. And heavyweight, it was, a, it was heavyweight, a pin in
1: overtime, right?
2: Pin in overtime. Um, and the heavyweight Owen Treffin, uh, guy's an absolute, you know, fox out there for a big guy. Uh, you know, he's one to watch. I like him. He he really wrestles hard, and seems like he's done a lot better since last year. He's 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 really no, grown into his shoes. Technically, he's very sound. It seems like he's put a lot of work in. And, you know, all those guys do down there. Those guys bust their ass. And, uh, you know, it shows. So, hopefully this year, you know, the past few years as a team, they haven't performed, um, you know, as well as they wanted to. So, I'm hoping this year Trent can lead the guys. And, you know, they have a really good finish. Maybe you get a team trophy top four. Uh, you end up with a team trophy. So, you know, we'll see. I'll be, you know, I'll be cheering my ass off there. Catch land slots on ESPN+. Plus.
1: Love to see it. Benz, any final words?
2: That's all
0: I got. I think I'm just kind of like mulling over my picks and thinking about how bad they
1: could be. All right, I got one thing to say. Watch out for Sam Burns this weekend, going for the three-peat at the open Open. Yes, weekend. sir. He's going for a three-peat. The only, there's only been a couple people that have done it, won the same event, you know, three, three times or more in a row. Tiger has won one event eight times in a row. So it's a big number to shoot for. But also, if you're not watching golf, you might want to start paying attention. We have the Masters coming up. We have a swapping number one ranking in the world between John Rahm and Scotty Scheffler, who are just absolutely playing the best golf that anyone has ever seen, you know, through since January till now. Something to watch out for. All right, Beds. I think that's it.
0: That's all we got? That's all we got. All right, well, everyone, sorry for the a little bit longer podcast today, but I think, I mean, we got a lot off our chest, and I think we needed to a little bit. Um, as Meth would say, what are we doing? Gambling. No, no, I was leading you right into the living the nightmare, paying for the dream.
2: Oh, oh. well, <laughs> I'm not really? living the nightmare paying for the dream tomorrow. I'm <laughs> okay. I'm fine. I'm on the big bird tomorrow to
1: Tulsa. He's on the big bird. I'm on the big bird of Vegas. Ben, you, you need it, you need to get on one of these birds and head west.
2: I guess
0: I'm living the nightmare. Sweet Lord.
2: Paying for the all dream, right. baby.
1: Well, that's all
0: we've got for today. We will uh like I said, we're probably jumping back down to that a couple times uh every or uh every other week for the podcast. But uh glad that you guys dropped in and We will see you next time. Happy gambling and let's go March madness.
1: Peace.